Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Deplorable Nation. I'm your host, Deplorable Janet, and today I am honored and blessed beyond belief to have one of the most amazing, beautiful researchers and authors in the community. Um, I have been dying for such a long time <laughs> to get you on my show, and you are just absolutely fabulously amazing. So uh, welcome, Miss Amy. How are you, my dear? My gosh, that was... <sighs> such an intro. Thank you so much. Um, I am so excited to be here and thank you for having me. Um, as you know, I disappeared for a while. So um, tell, for people who don't know who you are, yes. tell them who you are. Okay. So uh, my name is Amy Hunter, uh, formerly known as Amy Says What the Fuck. Um, I started a YouTube channel in April of 2020 during the COVID lockdowns, mm -hmm. um, mostly out of rage and anger right. um, for what was happening to us, to wake up my family, friends. Um, and I started sending my videos to people in my real life. Now, mm -hmm. at the time, it was not received well. People did not understand what I was doing, why I was doing it. Right. Um, my parents were embarrassed of me. I mean, it was just, they were just like, what are you doing? Like, what are you talking Same, about? still are. Same, yeah. And to this day, nothing has changed. It's just, I right. have met so many amazing people online that are mm -hmm. on the same page. So I feel validated and happy to have met like-minded people, which that was really my goal when I started. So, right. you know, during these lockdowns, you know, I was anti-mask. I became anti-Trump when he started, you know, talking about the CARES Act and Operation mm -hmm. Warp Speed, rolling right. out this experimental vaccine, which was total bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, and then by November of 2020, I had three YouTube channels that were banned. Of course. So, and yeah, <laughs> I was part of the purge, the great purge of 2020. Mm -hmm. um, I moved to BitChute and then started doing podcasts. And um, I only did... I think six or seven podcasts. So it wasn't a lot. And then mm -hmm. um, it was after my last appearance, my last podcast on the black pill with Shane and Ken. Mm -hmm. And I did my Trump expose. And, and people lost their shit. After that, <laughs> it was chaos. My life turned upside down. I started getting death threats on my mm -hmm. personal email. Um, my social media accounts, I was threatened. My kids were threatened. My husband was threatened. Um, I was not equipped how to handle that type of stress. And right. so I deleted everything. I deleted my book off Amazon. I deleted all my social media accounts. I basically ghosted the internet. I was just gone. I was done. Right. Um, and then rumors started swirling that I died. And that I was Epstein, you know, there was, all I knew you weren't dead and I wasn't <laughs> dead. I was just like taking a break from the chaos and the yeah. absolute meanness of people. Yes. And, you know, I'm in a way better place now. You know, it took a whole year. I mean, it's been over a year. I think that podcast was aired in August of 2021. So, mm -hmm. you know, I took some time and. 
reevaluated like what happened, who I was aligned with in this, right. you know, so-called truth community really took a hard look at it and realized, you know, why it happened. And mm-hmm. um, since then, you know, I wrote two books. And so now I'm back with new research and I'm ready to start over really with my new, with my real name, Amy Hunter, you know, right. using a pseudonym, like the world, the way the world is going, we are in no place to hide anymore. Like, right. We have to speak out this, mm-hmm. everything that's going on in the world is so upside down and insane that I am no longer ashamed of my name or who I am. And I'm here to talk about it and everybody should be talking about it. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because um, one of the things that's very important to me is you can't be your true authentic self if you're hiding parts of yourself. Absolutely. And so, you know, like I have gone on shows and, and talked all about like everything that I did or happened in my past or whatever, because that is why I am who I am now. And so I think being truthful about who you are as a person, um, there are some people that I'm sure you don't want to know you, uh, same as me, you know, Yeah. but, but you, you can't be authentic if you're, if you're hiding parts of you. So I could not agree more. And I struggled with that mm-hmm. when I started my podcast, it was this borderline of feeling like it's a mission. It's something inside me that knows I, I need to do this It's right. like beyond my control. It was like, I was like being shoved by God to get to yes. do what you're supposed to do. Yes. And it yeah. still feels like that. And every time mm-hmm. I would, I would run away and hide from this research or putting out videos, it, there were, it was just like, it kept pushing me like, no, you can't stop. You have to keep doing this. This is what you are mm-hmm. supposed to be doing. And I started having dreams about it. Like there were just so many weird things that led up to um, me starting like my journey and, you know, going public and putting myself out there like this. Right. Um, and it really started, you know, a question that I've asked myself, you know, since 9-11, when I was 18 years old at a freshman, I was a freshman at University of Iowa, is who runs and controls this world? Mm-hmm. Um, I was taking writing classes at Iowa and I wrote this essay on evil for a rhetoric class. And it was totally 100% inspired by 9-11. And right. 9-11 is what got me interested in geopolitics, mm-hmm. the chaos of the world stage and, you know, wondering and pondering why evil exists. And before I was 18, I, you know, as a child, I always kind of felt like there was something wrong in the world. I just couldn't figure it out. I just, my brain just couldn't wrap, wrap myself around, you know, the evil in the world. But mm-hmm. um, 9-11 was the pinpoint of my first existential crisis. <laughs> right. And I, I've had many. A real existential then. crisis. <laughs> yes. And my professor at the time was this Canadian woman and she was a writer herself. And she read my essay to the class and asked if she could use an excerpt from my essay on evil for her up and coming book. And it was that moment that I knew internally that I would someday write books about evil and Mm-hmm. I didn't know when or how it would happen, but I just knew that this was like a calling. Right. Um, and so now fast forward 10 years and I'm living in Chicago. 
I'm working, I'm single, and I find myself watching a YouTube video compilation on celebrities who have claimed to sell their soul to the devil. Mm -hmm. This was my There's first a lot of them. <laughs> official rabbit hole. This was like the beginning of everything. So um, it consumed me. And through, through this one YouTube video, I found the work of Hollywood whistleblowers like Rebecca Scott, KRS-One, Professor Griff, Dick Gregory, Freeman Fly, and this led me into the research of Kathy O'Brien and Bryce Taylor. Mm -hmm. And I learned, you know, within the last, you know, 12 years, all of these A-list celebrities have one of three things in common. One, they are secretly transgender, or they have consciously made the choice to make one of their biological children tra transgender. Mm -hmm. Two, they have lost a parent, firstborn child, sibling, or ex-lover in a car crash or traumatic death. Right. Or three, they have sold their body into sexual slavery for human mm -hmm. trafficking mm -hmm. or fashion or the yachting business. There are no exceptions to this rule. Right. It is undeniable. And the statistics of these facts prove that it cannot be coincidence. Mm -hmm. So, um, and above all three of these things, they also must be in the bloodline. And now the bloodline is a descendant of King John of England. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this goes for all U.S. presidents as well. Now, Joe Biden is our 46th president. Now, since George Washington, the only president that has not descended from King John was Martin Van Buren, who was our eighth president of the United States. Now, why was Martin Van Buren allowed to be president? It is because he is Dutch. He descends from the Dutch black nobility family. Mm -hmm. And he is responsible for starting the Democrat National Party in the United States with Andrew Jackson, who was the seventh president. Now, Martin Van Buren played a huge role in creating what is now the smokescreen illusion for choice in politics in America. Right. Now, before this, the United States did not have political parties. And political parties were viewed as a means of decline and degradation of our country. So, Martin And I think people agree with that wholeheartedly these days. Absolutely. So when you see all of these celebrities and you look at their net worth, you know, how does Miranda Kerr, who's just a fashion model, have $60 million net worth? Mm -hmm. You know, according to whistleblowers and Hollywood entertainment lawyers, you know, these women are consenting to human trafficking. You know, Meghan Markle, before she married Prince Harry, was a yachter, mm -hmm. made all her money through selling herself. I mean, um, these facts led me to Project Monarch. Mm -hmm. Project Monarch is a United States Navy psychological operation that started in the early 1950s. And mm -hmm. the goal was to create mind-controlled Manchurian candidates that would perform sexual espionage for the government. Now, the first beta sex slave was Marilyn Monroe, and she was featured on the cover of Hugh Hefner's Playboy in 1953. Now, Hugh Hefner played a big part within the military industrial complex. Mm -hmm. And Marilyn Monroe was 
passed around like a rag doll, you know, between the mafia, the Kennedys, foreign leaders. Mm -hmm. She was used as a sexual spy and then they murdered her and they were done with her. And, uh, and that's all, you know, we know all this, but another secret spy that came out of this Maryland batch um, was a woman by the name of Candy Jones and Candy Jones started recalling memories of torture and sexual espionage in the 1960s during a hypnotic trance, which was conducted by her husband because her husband thought she was losing her mind. So he decided to hypnotize her. And it was through these, um, you know, meditations that she started recalling all these crazy memories. And it's tragic because these slaves that endure this type of trauma Mm -hmm. eventually wake up from it. And right. they, are, they are typically killed off, put on psychoactive drugs or institutionalized and hidden away from society. You know, just like Rosemary Kennedy, Rosemary mm-hmm. Kennedy, JFK's sister, ritually abused her entire life. When she started coming to and talking about this, they literally gave her a lobotomy. Mm-hmm. She was put in an institution and was never heard of or seen from again. And she died in that institution as a vegetable. Well, and that's, that's something that um, I think a lot of people don't understand. Now I can speak on this coming from the medical community. Mm -hmm. Lobotomies used to be very, very, very common as well as shock therapy is to go along with that. Anytime they even suspected, you know, that, that somebody had a, uh, psychotic problems or things like that. It was like, oh, you get a lobotomy and you get a lobotomy. Yeah. Removing parts of the brain and thinking that you were going to cure somebody's emotional state or, or traumatic memories. And that was very commonplace. It's so, so it's, it's so sadistic that that was mm-hmm. the route that was mm-hmm. like, that was the decision like that's right. this is what we're going to do um i mean it so it seems so barbaric now i mean mm-hmm. you know and the united states navy <clears throat> was funded directly by the cia as a subset of mk ultra so like what you were just talking about with electroshock mm-hmm. therapy this is all right. connected and you know what's really crazy is the government found the first victims of project monarch through men who were caught mailing child pornography and who molested their infant children. Now, well, mon- well how, how better to control somebody? Cause how many people want that secret to come out? Exactly. And so monarch programming works through generational trauma that starts mm-hmm. with sexual abuse at infancy. And right. so these sick pedophiles were able to sell their children into these CIA projects and become what is known as, you know, their children's handlers. Mm-hmm. And so now we know that this is most likely what happened to Britney Spears, Britney mm-hmm. Murphy, Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, all of them, no right. exceptions. Right. Um, just like how Jimmy Buffett and Willie Nelson, super talented started working for the drug cartels. You know, Mm -hmm. Cameron Diaz, um, she's not really acting or very, you know, I don't think she's doing much now, but Cameron Diaz was quoted saying that she was a drug mule 
Oh yeah. When she first started acting and what, you know, they were shipping her all over the world with suitcases full of drugs. Now this is the real world. This right. is what's really going on. These, these actors, literally what they are, they're good looking. Um, they can be disguised and they can get these tactics done for the CIA. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's interesting is that project monarchs programming scripts that are used by these handlers are named after letters of the Greek alphabet. So you've got alpha, beta, delta, theta, omega, and gamma. Mm-hmm. Now, what else is named after Greek letters? Fraternities and sororities. Okay, what and, else? And uh, COVID variants. I was just <laughs> going to say that. You got alpha, beta, delta, gamma, omicron. Okay, mm-hmm. so why are these Greek letters so prominent and how did they gain prominence in relation to psychological operations and mind control. Well, it's through the work of the Jesuits. Mm-hmm. So now I, I want to talk about the Jesuits and how this all is connected. So um, the Society of Jesus, which are the Jesuits, mm-hmm. was established under the Spanish Black Nobility House of Farnese by a man named Alessandro Farnese. And this was created as a military order through the papal bull under Pope Paul III. Now, the leader of the Jesuits is called the Black Pope. Mm -hmm. The first Black Pope was Ignatius of Loyola in 1539. And before Loyola was the Black Pope, he was a member of the Alumbrados, which is the Spanish Illuminati. Mm-hmm. This was the precursor to Adam Weishaupt's Bavarian Illuminati, which was created in 1776. Mm-hmm. So Ignatius's mission um, through the Jesuits was to infiltrate and reform Protestant and Catholic churches through occult teachings from the Knights Templar. Mm-hmm. Now, Loyola established what is known as the esoteric spiritual exercises, which are still used by Jesuits today. Now, these so-called spiritual exercises stem from mystical and hermetic practices, which enable demonic control. Mm -hmm. This type of demonic control that I'm talking about, which is also known as demonology, is used in Project Monarch. It is what we call the altars and the altar layering system. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hermetic practices derive from Hermes, the Egyptian god known as the trickster. Right. So in 1820, there was a man named Luigi Fortis who was the Black Pope. And during his reign as the Black Pope, he developed with the Jesuits the liberal plan of education for mm-hmm. all liberal colleges in Europe, Canada, and the United States. Right. This is the liberal arts I am talking about. They mm-hmm. created the liberal arts. So it was the Jesuits who took this liberal, this liberalism ideology and spread it through education all over the world. And they started Greek life on all college campuses. So It's because of the Jesuits, we have liberal arts, the spread of liberalism, fraternities and sororities. That's where it all stems from. So Mm -hmm. all all but two of our presidents of the United States have been fraternity men. It is an unspoken requirement 
of the president of the United States to be a fraternity man or educated at a Jesuit college Mm -hmm. and a descendant of King John. Those are the three things, just like in Hollywood, like anybody on the world stage, there are certain requirements that you must meet. Mm -hmm. Um, And it really just goes back to bloodline and the word fraternity derives from the Latin word frater, meaning brother. Mm-hmm. Now, the Freemasons also refer to each other as brother. Right. Um, and the purpose of college is to train workers to work for the ruling elite and indoctrinate mm-hmm. them into liberal thinking, the worker bees. And the right. bee is the symbol of Freemasonry. So right. it's all connected. <clears throat> so um, something that I recently discovered through my research is um, in 2022, we are seeing more and more satanic influence across college campuses. Um, right. I found out that the University of Michigan, Clemson, Louisiana State, Stanford, Harvard, Yale, Dartmouth, and more, they have active satanic groups mm-hmm. which participate in black masses, lamb sacrifice, and other sacrifice of animals, and Bible torching. Okay. Right. The, these satanic rituals all trace back to the Jesuit spiritual exercises, mm-hmm. the Talmud and the Kabbalah, which right. are esoteric magical practices, which also promote pedophilia for children under the age of eight and to sacrifice to Baal or Moloch, whatever you want to call him. Um, these Luciferian principles are the cause for the transgender agenda and the right. spread of Satanism in the world today. Right. And now there's an after school program for elementary students. Right. I saw after that. School mm-hmm. Satan Club. Yeah. Um, you know, and I let's believe, all take our kids there. Yeah. Not it's, it's so crazy. Like I just read through their website last night, and they claim to be like an alternative. Um, they, they say that they are the critical thinkers of society. So their goal is to teach children how to critically think. Now, I feel mm-hmm. like that's such a double speak for like people like you and me who are actual critical thinkers that are, that are yeah, yeah on, mm-hmm. that are on the right side of things. Right. Um, so, yeah, I believe that the spread of Satanism that we are seeing right now um, the, the real purpose is to push our country and the world into accepting this new world order religion. Yes. Which, that, that, which I will get into later. That so. allows for the practice of, of pedophilia and transgenderism and all of that stuff that we know biblically is completely inappropriate and wrong. Yeah, absolutely. but it's because we are so, as a human species, easily manipulated. Um, and you know what's the devil? The devil's a trickster. Yeah. Um. These these you know um satanic occult uh people that are running the world are very good at manipulation and getting people to to basically give up your your way of thought and go along with with what they're pushing as the truth. So yeah. people really needs to stick to their, their morals and their values and, and stop believing um, the crazy. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this all ties into um, people watching the news and mm-hmm. believing these leaders, right? these Jesuit educated people running the biggest companies, the banks, the governments worldwide. Right. Now- That all go to Davos, by the way. Exactly. And, you know, something that people should understand is that the World Bank Group, Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, the Bank of England, all European central banks, the IRS, NASA, every CIA director that has ever existed um, are all Jesuit educated or Mm -hmm. skull and bones. Right. No no exception. All of them. Okay. Um, Georgetown University in Washington, D.C. is the oldest Jesuit college in America. And Mm -hmm. this college takes pride in the fact that all of their graduates, most of them, go on to be leaders of the world stage. Now, seven of the nine Supreme Court justices that we have right now, they are all Jesuit educated Mm -hmm. and they belong to the fraternity Phi Beta Kappa. Right. I think that's crazy. Right. I, like you just can't, that's no coincidence. Like we are not talking about, oh, it just happens to be. It's like there is a rhyme and reason. And these people are all indoctrinated, like this elite indoctrination in how to rule the world. Well, and let me let me say this, and I don't know um, if you remember this from, from being in school, but ever since um, junior high, if you got really, really good grades, um, they would induct you into the Phi Beta Kappa Honor Society, right? Yeah. So indoctrination into these programs starts really early because look at you. You're so successful and accomplished and you're so smart. We're going to put you in this honorary society where you can be a member you fit in our box yeah yeah i was in that but i am not a secret member (laughs) society just throwing that out there yeah well and that's that's the tragic part you know because there are so many kids and that are super smart Mm -hmm. that get put into these groups and i think at some point you either have your awakening or your dark night of the soul where you Mm -hmm you kind of come out of it and you're like, whoa, like this is not. Yeah. And then you've got the puppets, the Manchurian candidate types that never wake up. Right. And they just think that they're whatever they think they're doing for the world. They either really believe it or they know they're part of something. Um, Well, that's, that's what's funny with the, with the honor society thing is that they'll induct you for free. Right. And you're such a good job. Pat you Mm -hmm. on the back and then it's like, oh, but we're we're going to need money to publish you in the manual. And that's when I was like, no, thanks. Yeah, right. Yeah. And pay yeah. us for, do, for being smart. Right. Exactly. Well, it's like with fraternities and sororities, you know, you have to pay to play. You have to pay mm-hmm. to be in a fraternity and sorority. And then you right. feel like you're like the elite on campus, you know, like right. well, I'm in this society or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Jesuits were very smart in tricking people and and a lot of tricks into, you know, making people believe that they were more special. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and on this level. And I think there's a lot of psychology behind that. A hundred percent. Because so, people yeah. just want to belong. Yeah. Right? The they have mind. to be part of a group. Yes. Mm-hmm. The hive mind. A hundred percent. And mm-hmm. um, something else that I discovered, which I thought was really interesting, was um, how the United States entered the world stage officially and how that happened. And uh, Louis the 16th of France and the second continental Congress of the United States established a secret alliance between France and the U S in 1778 called the treaty of Alliance. Now this marked the entry of the United States onto the world stage. And the Jesuits obviously were there. They held three top secret Congresses right after this, which were held in Italy. And they were called the Congress of Vienna, Congress of Verona, and the Congress of Chiari. And these three Congresses resulted in more treaties through these three countries that funded and would go on to fund in the future wars mm-hmm. and genocide of Democrat nations right? and Democrat nations that didn't even exist yet. So when they discovered America, these people believed that there could be more land out there. So when these treaties happened, it was like, okay, let's, we want to control America and we want to control other places we might find beyond mm-hmm. that. And I think, here comes Antarctica. Like this right. is another, you know, unchartered territory. So mm-hmm. um, the Jesuits goal through these treaties were to install puppet leaders and destroy the United States. And the United States was a free and sovereign country for two years. That was it. And mm-hmm. then we know that in 1871, the United States became a corporation under the city of London. So right the illusion that we are free and that we have these free and fair elections is just nonsense. Exactly. Yeah. And every single American president who was assassinated was killed by the Jesuits. William Mm -hmm. Henry Harrison, the ninth president of the United States, he was pro-constitution and anti-Jesuit. He wrote about it. Mm -hmm. Um, He was president for 31 days and was poisoned. Um, Zachary Taylor, the 12th president of the United States, killed by poison for the same reasons. James Buchanan, the 15th president of the United States, he wanted to abolish slavery and he was poisoned at a political dinner, um, but he knew that he was poisoned with arsenic. And he told his doctor who happened to be sitting next to him at this hotel dinner, and he was the doctor was able to save his life. Now, what's fucked up is that 35 guests at this hotel dinner died from poisoning. And it was, and this is a true story. And it was after this incident that all the presidents that came after Buchanan knew that they could be murdered by the Jesuits. Now Mm -hmm. this is suppressed information, but there are so many books out there that talk about these incidents in the 1800s in America and the presidents. So the next one The 16th president, Abraham Lincoln, we know died. Mm -hmm. Um, He succeeded in preserving the union, abolished slavery, and he was murdered. And we know the Jesuits killed him. 
Um, other presidents that were assassinated were James Garfield, uh, William McKinley, and John F. Kennedy. And the Jesuits' evil presence in Washington has just been a known fact. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can blame the mafia, you can blame all these other groups, but the fact is, and it's no coincidence, that the Jesuits and the Italian mafia started the same year. Right. In the 16th century. That is right. no coincidence. They just have different factions of control and how mm-hmm. they operate. Right. They are just criminals. It's a criminal enterprise and the mm-hmm. Jesuits are no exception. Um, so let me, let me ask you a question um, mm-hmm. just to clarify for people uh, that are going to get their panties in uh, <laughs> a wad. Yeah. Speaking about the Jesuits, we are not blanketing all Jewish people. Oh, right? I'm going yeah, <laughs> to, so I'm, I am going to explain the difference between the Jesuits and the Jews. And I'm going to talk about Kanye West and why he is wrong. Um, and this brings me into the next topic, which is the Persian empire. So mm-hmm. I have a little information on that, which ties it all together. So, right. okay. So Alessandro Farnese, who established the Jesuits mm-hmm. was Persian. Now this is really interesting and very important for people to understand that um, the house of Farnese who established the Jesuits, um, this family history goes back to ancient Persia from Cappadocia in East Turkey. Now the house of Farnese came to Italy and they founded the first Etruscan cities in Italy, which eventually became the Roman Empire. So Mm -hmm. the Persians, the Persian Empire, which never died, created the the Roman Empire. And people need to understand that if you are Italian, you are Persian. Like the Persians are the Italians and Mm -hmm. the black nobility families that exist today they are Italian from Italy in the mafia, but they are Persian. Okay. So Pope Francis, who is our first Jesuit Pope, he's a Persian Italian and he wears um, the papal tiara, which actually looks like a beehive. Right. And this is modeled after the Scythian Iranian Kings, the Persians, the mm-hmm. famous red shoes that you see the popes wear. This is a Persian thing. You know, a lot of people say it has to do with pedophilia and cannibalism. Well, that's what they practice. So yeah, it does, <laughs> exactly. it does tie in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, this pope, I have said from the get-go, this pope is Satan himself. Yeah. Oh, this, yeah. this guy from the get-go, and I don't, I don't know how you are with this, but like I have a very good um, like spidey sense about Mm -hmm. people and he just made my skin crawl the first time I ever saw him. I'm like, nope, this guy is like scary, creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's the first Jesuit pope, which Mm -hmm. perfect timing for the world stage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing that he, speaking of him, um, which ties into my next topic, is uh, universal basic income. Right. Now, this is a huge topic these days. 
And it was really brought to the forefront during COVID because it has to do with um, artificial intelligence, replacing mm-hmm. humans with robots. Welcome to Klaus Schwab and Henry Kissinger's fourth industrial revolution, right? Right. So, you know, during COVID, millions of jobs were lost. We lost over 40% of businesses. They were mm-hmm. closed due to the pandemic. And now we have these puppet politicians that are pushing for universal basic income. Now, tying this back to the Roman Empire, the first instance of universal basic income happened during the reign of Julius Caesar in Mm -hmm. 46 BC. Now, Julius Caesar successfully adopted this system to control the masses. And he, he had a huge celebration, which was called the Roman Triumph. And during this Roman triumph, uh, Caesar famously wore um, a crown of laurel, which is um, the flowers around the head. It's called Mm -hmm. laurel. He wore a toga and made animal sacrifices to Jupiter, who he believed to be the most powerful god at the time. Now, the crown of laurel, which is the flowered crown, We see this emerge during the hippie era in the 1960s, during the birth of the age of Aquarius. Laurel Canyon. Laurel. I was just going to say that. Mm -hmm. Laurel Canyon, uh, where the Manson murders took place. Um, Toga parties where Mm -hmm. worn in fraternities and sororities. You know, this is all Jesuit Mm -hmm. symbolism. So, um, and I want to make this very clear is that the Jesuits are not Catholics. Um, The Jesuits are their own thing. They do not practice Christian principles. They have their own secret oath, which is very sinister if you actually read it. Um, It's basically a confession that this is an assassin group of men who serve as Manchurian candidates for the world stage. Mm -hmm. In a nutshell, there have been numerous books written, um, numerous Jesuit whistleblowers who left the order when they really realize what they were doing. Right. Um, Now, there was another uh, bishop, Catholic bishop, and his name was John Comenius. And he wrote a book called Labyrinth of the World. And it's about how the Jesuits and the Persian bloodlines um, and their, their major interest in genocide and how they discussed together how to kill mass amounts of people Mm-hmm. Um, and this book mentions the Zoroastrian Persian bloodlines, and they are the House of Borgia, Breakspear, mm-hmm. Somalia, Orsini, Conti, Chigi, Colonna, Farnese, Medici, Gaetani, Pamphili, Este, and Aldo Brandini. Now, Aldo Brandini literally translates to people of the devil, Okay. And of course, we just discovered that Balenciaga mm-hmm. translates to ball is king or whatever. Um, right. You know, what's in a name? Everything. Right. Um, and this, you know, again, when we go back to the Bavarian Illuminati, which was established by Jesuit Adam Weishaupt, mm-hmm. um, its purpose was to take over America and established the Antichrist New World Order. Now, there was a rabbi. Now, I'm going to tie in the Jews. <laughs> so there was a rabbi named Marvin Antelman, and he wrote that the Jesuits and the Satanist Frankist Jews 
were basically the same thing. And it was during the French Revolution, these documents surfaced of their plan to destroy the foundation of America through wars, genocide, infiltrating Catholic and Protestant churches. Mm-hmm. And there was a man who was known as the, mis- the most mysterious man on earth. And his name was Colmer. And he practiced esoteric magic from Persia and was friends with St. Germain. Now, this rabbi, Rabbi Antelman, wrote in a book that Colmer passed all of his esoteric secrets to the Jesuits, specifically Adam Weishaupt, which is why the Illuminati and the Freemasons adopted the Persian calendar, which is what they still use today. And most people don't know that this, this we're talking about the Persian empire still existing mm-hmm. within the Freemasons and right. the Illuminati. Now there are other influential satanic Jews who have had a significant influence over culture and control of America. And they are, as I'm sure, you know, the Rothschilds. Mm-hmm. Cecil Rhodes, right. Karl Marx, Charles Darwin, Manly P. Hall, uh, Rudolf Steiner, the, the guy who basically started the new age. Um, mm-hmm. And the goal was to abolish the right to property um, and land on earth for any human and for total control of all resources on earth. This is Agenda 2030. I was going to say, this is currently happening now because... Yes. Uh, what what country was it? Uh, it was just released this week that uh, they're, they're taking, like, so many thousands of farms. Yeah. Oh, I did hear... For the quick climate change agenda. Oh, yeah. Um, we have to take your property because it it's going to help with climate change. Right. Yeah. And it's all in the Mm -hmm. name of climate now that they've Uh moved away from the health crisis. It's now Mm -hmm. moving into climate, which, which is exactly what Klaus Schwab and the WEF stated was going to be the next quote emergency of the world. Exactly. Climate lockdowns Mm -hmm. are coming. Yes. Which, well, you know, it's all variable. I hope more people wake up and don't participate. But that, yeah, you're exactly right. That is mm-hmm. what they have been planned. And Klaus that's why they're working it. on the power grid right now. Exactly. That's why the 10 federal regions of FEMA exist. Mm-hmm. So during these climate lockdowns, they're going to activate FEMA. And we're all going to be in our little region within our Mm -hmm. little smart area. And we're not going to be able to travel outside of our region. That is what they want, Mm -hmm. which is totally insane. Well, um, and it would be easy to police that too. mm -hmm. If these uh, microchips, quote, nanobot structures, not only going through the vaccinations, but they have been doing that through pills yeah medication for a very long time yeah where people are actually taking chips and they don't even know it yeah exactly mm-hmm. and i think a lot of that too is done through um birth control methods like the iud yep. yeah and it it changes you like mm-hmm. these these um pharmaceuticals change you yes in ways you don't even understand and so you can talk about the covid vaccine all you want i think 
my personal opinion on the COVID vaccine is that I do think that um, all the people that took it and died, tragic. All the people that took it and did not die had to have gotten a placebo because everybody who received that mRNA should have died. And I think it would have been right. too insane if everybody died. So I do think there was some sort of conspiracy with right. maybe not everybody got it, but they're, they're distributing this technology in different ways. Like you, you know, like with birth mm -hmm. control and like you said, drugs and even in our water supply, you know, there's so, I mean, you could really do a whole episode just on that 100%. Alone. Yeah. Um, so, you know, these men that are really running the show right now, you know, these men, and in the past, like I was talking about with, you know, Karl Marx and all these men that claim to be Jewish, um, you know, they're, they're not true Jews, you know, they're hiding under the umbrella of Judaism, because mm -hmm. Judaism, which is one of the Abrahamic religions, is based on believing that they are God's chosen people. Okay? Right. These men are not real Jews. They are Luciferians disguised as Jews. Now the right. Jewish religion is the best religion to hide under because of they don't believe in the new Testament. They don't believe in Jesus. So it makes sense. And right. And what a, what a better way to get people to manipulate people and get people to follow you and believe yeah. your word. I just, I'm just exactly. saying what, what God has told me to say. Yeah. under that umbrella, right? That false yeah. umbrella. Exactly. And, you know, Revelation 3, 9 reads, behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews, but are not, mm -hmm. but do lie. So there you go. You know, they're mm -hmm. not real Jews. They are scapegoating the real Jews. And so right. what I also find interesting is, you know, there's a lot of double speak. And with Kanye West, just want to touch on this real quick. You know, mm -hmm. when Kanye West pops off on the Jews, you know, yeah, it's a fact. Los Angeles is mostly populated with Jews and Jews run the city. That is irrefutable. Right. Like, that's what's going on. He's stating a fact when he says that. Now, the disservice that Kanye West is doing um, and it makes him sound awful because he's not communicating his message. He's using the wrong semantics and he's he's talking in a divisive way. Like if he would literally just say it's the Luciferians, he would have my attention. But he is simply uneducated and he sounds ridiculous when you just say it's the Jews, it's the Jews. It's they're not Jews. They're Satanists. They're Luciferians. They, it's a completely different thing. Like you have the, right. the Jewish population. There are, there are a lot of good Jews in the world and you can't just blame the Jews. People right. need to get you that can't blanket straight. statement that. Yeah. I mean, you could say like, you could target the Muslims and say everything wrong with them and the Catholics right. and the Protestants. And, you know, right. it's, this comes down to good versus evil. Right. Bottom line. That is it. Mm -hmm. That is where we are at. So Kanye West can fuck off. He is not doing any good by dividing. He's not bringing people together. He's confusing people and dumbasses around the world that are now like, fuck the Jews. It's like, no, that right. is the wrong message. But here's a question for you on this. Um, yeah. 
how do you, like I have a problem with him and people being like, oh my God, like we should totally listen to him now because look, he's speaking out. Yeah. Okay. Look how long he was involved in that world. He literally, you know, has the what's that company? Balangasia or Bal whatever. Uh, Balenciaga. Okay. So there's literally pictures of him and their stuff. Yeah. We know what family he was tied to for a really long time. Yes, people yeah. wake up from stuff, but I'm one of those people that have a really hard time listening to him because I almost feel like it's a like a distraction at this point. Look over here at him while we sneak something else through. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And not to mention he's wrong. Like he's just wrong. Right. Um, and I, I just have such a problem with that. And I, I, this is like the first time I've talked about the, the Jewish thing publicly. Mm -hmm. And I don't right. feel enough people are, are making that distinction where it's right. like we have to stop targeting the, the Jewish religion itself, you know, right. Like it's, there are a lot of Jews in the world and, you know, it's important to understand that there's three main types of Jews that exist in the world. They are the Ashkenazi, the Sephardic Jews and the Mizrahi Jews. And the difference between all of them is where they derive. Now the Ashkenazis derive from Eastern Europe, the Sephardics derive from Spain and Portugal and the Mizrahi Jews are Asian and from the Middle East. Now, the looming question is, you know, who are the true Israelites of the Bible? Like, who are God's chosen people? And mm -hmm. let's get into it. So it all goes back to the state of Israel. Now, the state of Israel was declared independent in 1948 by David Ben-Gurion, who was the head of the World Zionist Organization at the time, and President Harry Truman who was a Jew. Now, history claims that 6 million Jews died in the Holocaust, right? But that same year, millions of Jews ended up populating Israel. Mm -hmm. Now, to me, that's a little weird. Where did all these Jews come from? Now, I believe this is where we get the term, the Truman Show. Mm -hmm. Harry Truman, because I believe his presidency marked the beginning of clown world where nothing right. made sense. He's also the 33rd president. Mm -hmm. I just think there's so much, so much happened with well, Harry Truman as president. And, and there, another thing to add to that and what he had his hand in was in the Tavistock Institute and the secret treaty that he made um, with the Tavistock Institute, the bankers that were behind it, the Royal Crown, the Jesuits, um, the whole nine yards to where he basically sold out the interest of the United States mm -hmm. to this Jesuit-run organization where they are the ones controlling politically what happens here. Yeah. Yeah. Tavistock is um, underreported. Mm -hmm. The I actually 
did a documentary on Tavistock. If anybody's interested in learning more, um, I have a video on that, which really talks a lot about mm-hmm. what's going on at Tavistock up until the Trump presidency. So um, there's so that could be another. There's so much. Yeah. Um, Tavistock yeah. is a deep, deep well. <laughs> yes. And they I've have, covered surface on a couple of shows, but not it yeah. is. Ooh, it is very deep. It's yeah. very deep. And th- they also had ties to Israel and the United mm-hmm. Nations. And the United Nations got involved, of course, mm-hmm. um, of with course. Israel. And it's because of the United Nations that Israel was split into two separate nations, Palestine, Israel. And to this mm-hmm. day, you know that the conflict continues. So, but and that's don't they have to do that? So they have two warring factions, yeah, that we can always fund both sides of, yep, every conflict. So, hmm, weird that they would have had to split that area in two. It, hmm. it makes so much sense when you understand Christian Zionism mm-hmm. and when you understand that, that it, there's, there's so many layers to this. Um, but, you know, who are the true Israelites of the Bible? You know, you've got the black Hebrew Muslims, the 5% nation, which is led by Farrakhan. They believe they are the true Israelites. You've got Christian Asians who believe they are the true Israelites. The Hindus believe they are, you know, every group in the world mm-hmm. believes that they are the true Israelites. But if we turn to the Bible And I know a lot of people can argue and say that the Bible was rewritten, blah, blah, blah. Well, the Old Testament we know was, and it was written, rewritten by the Jesuits. And the Jesuits are responsible for censoring everything, including medical and scientific research Mm -hmm. that goes back to the 15th century. 100%. That that is is irrefutable fact. Mm -hmm. Now, with that being said, um, if we turn to the Holy Bible... Um, it says that God casted the Jews aside when Jesus was crucified. And then later, God casted the Jews aside during the destruction of Jerusalem. Now, the Jews, the, the real true Judaism religion, still believes that they are God's chosen people because they do not acknowledge the New Testament. Now, the Jews, through Christian Zionism, and these mega churches that have been mm-hmm. popping up all over America, right? They have convinced Christians in America to believe that the Jews are the chosen people. Now, this is another contradiction of Christianity and Christians that are just not thinking. I'm like, I don't know how right. this Christian Zionist movement got so big, these mega churches, but they are huge. Right. Um, this is another reason why. I had a problem with the Donald Trump administration because his entire cabinet was full of Christian Zionists pushing this Zionist um, nationalist ideology. And, you know, but if you go back to the Bible, it says the kingdom of Christ is the Christian church. So it clearly states that the chosen people of God are the Christians and There is only one true sin, and that is to not believe in Jesus. You know, Mm -hmm. you could be, you could go murder your mom, you could commit adultery, you could kill your dog, whatever. Until you accept Jesus, you are not considered a true Christian. And according to the New Testament, that is the way. So it makes sense 
when you understand that the Bible's New Testament is discarded by a huge portion of the population. And this is where people have problems with the Jews because they don't acknowledge Jesus or the New Testament. Right. The Luciferians don't acknowledge it. The Muslims don't acknowledge it. There are so many, I mean, it's literally like the Christians versus the rest of the world, the old world, right. the, the old religion, right? So right. we know that the Jesuits and the Luciferians are working overtime to destroy Christianity. And you have to ask yourself why, why, why would these Luciferians go through all this trouble and chaos if it wasn't real? You know, you can be an atheist, you can be agnostic um, until you fully accept the reality of what is going on in a spiritual level in the world, you are going to get caught up and lost in the new world order. hundred percent. This is my hope for people that they wake up to that. Right. You know, this is no longer right, left. This is good versus evil. That, 100%. To me, that's the end game. That is all it is. And that's my hope that people can put aside their, you know, I disagree with you because, you know, you say it's the black nobility. Like when I was on Twitter um, in 2020, I was posting a lot about these royal family bloodlines and the black nobility. And I was right. attacked so hard by um, fellow podcasters who right. said, I'm an idiot because I know nothing about the Jews and it's, it's the Jews. It's the Jews. You're scapegoating the Jews. And in my mind, I was just like, I cannot battle all of you people. And right. I really just don't think you guys are informed enough and you're just well, blaming. And that's, that's the thing is people that, that tend to use attack on other people. Yeah. Are simply uneducated because if you would take the time to actually research and look into what's being said. Yeah. You would find that the information that she's relaying is absolutely true. I've talked about, you know, the black nobility and the, you know, Casa Nostra and the different, yes. you know, mafia organizations per se of them that carry out these things worldwide the information is out there, people. And so yeah. instead of like automatically labeling somebody in a category, like we feel the need for whatever reason in our society to label and put people in a group, right? Um, so instead of labeling or slandering or or whatever, get off your ass and go research. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's not that hard. No, and it... There's excuses, you know, it's like, I don't have time. I can't, and I get it, you know. Okay, like, so, but you have time to attack somebody else. Exactly. And I also think, um, and again, I'm past the point of name dropping and right. I'm so tired of, I, I, I just can't mentally, I don't care anymore. But right. there were a few guys um, with mm -hmm. podcasts, big podcasts, right? Um, who really threw me like under the bus and turned a lot of people against me and my work. And right. to me, it's like when you understand um, agent provocateurs and right. 
psychological operations and how that works. Like it made me so paranoid. I'm like, I, wow. Like there are a lot of these guys in our community that I think are on a payroll. Infiltration plants, um, call them whatever you like, but how you can spot people like that is number one, the need to slander or tear other people down. Um, because if you're confident in yourself and your work um, as a podcaster, then you shouldn't feel the need to do that, right? Absolutely. Um, number two, if if you know, outside of the fact that you feel the need to you know slander or put ever other people down, uh, whatever, everything's about money. Uh, pay me this, pay me that. Well, look, you can pay for this show. You can pay for this, pay for that. Now I'm not knocking the podcasters who, you know, have a Patreon to support your work because doing this is expensive. You know, the, the equipment that you have to get, the paying for the recording stuff, all of that. But when it is nonstop, like bye 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 bye, and it's all centered around money, um, and you're egotistical. Those are very good signs to spot somebody that is not in this as a genuine, truthful person. Absolutely, and Just yeah, and I think you could agree that when like we somehow like you and I somehow found ourselves doing this, and right. it's um. I admire anybody that puts themselves out there for this cause. It's mm-hmm. it's not something that I think everybody is called to do or even right. wants to do. Talking about these things right. are alienating, isolating. It can be very lonely at times, especially mm-hmm. if you don't have people in your real life that understand you. Um, right. I struggled with that for years, for years. Um, lost many friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um since COVID happened. And I know a lot of people have, and it's crazy, but it's a calling. It's like, there's something about this that I think some people are just drawn to. And then I think you're always going to have the leeches that are drawn to things, business opportunities or situations Mm -hmm. where, Oh, I can manipulate people and make money too. So I'm going to do that. And there's a lot of that going on too. Like you said, um, so yeah, that's and the unfortunate at, part. Well, and and for people too, all you have to do is look at uh, the symbolism that people use um, on their merch designs. Uh, yeah. Look for occultist, ritualistic uh, type things because there's a lot of that out there in the community too. Yeah, um, and and it's not my place to tell people who to listen to and who not to listen to. Mm -hmm. Um, just be wise to the world that there are people that are put on the payroll and, and put in the, you know, into every single community, whether it's podcasting, music, art, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, there are people out there that don't have good intentions. So just be, just be careful of that. Absolutely. And, um, a side note, just to throw this out there, because um, I don't want to get into it, but uh, Rockfin wor- was created by uh, mm-hmm. two brothers from Chicago, Jesuits, educated. Mm-hmm. Um, that's no coincidence. Like mm-hmm. the things that Rockfin is doing for the blockchain, pushing this digital twin 
Right. It, it's like every contra- like you call yourself a conspiracy theorist, yet you're on this technology that's literally pushing everything you say you're against. That is why it, it makes me chuckle that you said that because I've always had a problem with that. Um, because and a lot of people will attack me because I don't believe in cryptocurrency. Um, cryptocurrency, oh, of course you're attacked for that. Yeah. Cryptocurrency, um, gives me the willies. It has creeped me out since day one because I can see like down the road, same thing with, uh, like doing away with cash or doing away with writing a check. And it's all oh, you have to have this card. It's yeah. got a chip in it. It's going to save you. No, it's not. I hate technology. Um, so I hate cryptocurrency. Uh, I think it's evil. I think it's demonic. Um, and it is, which a lot of people know, a way to control and surveil everything that you do. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. I mean, when you I think don't about need it, that at all. No. And when you think about cryptocurrency um, in general, right. for one, we don't know technically who started it. That right. should be your first red flag, right? right. Secondly, um, when you think about like social media, um, it is a 2D uh, art form or creation. Like we right. are in a 3D realm. We are devolving into using this 2D stuff right. to communicate. Like the, the guy who started Facebook, the co-founder, literally went on TV and said that he had deep regret because the work that he did in Silicon Valley Mm -hmm. changed the way we communicate and interact as humans. And it made it it worse. Like he, he literally quit and was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, right. So he had his own, you know, dark night of the soul awakening and he created Facebook. So it's like, when you think about these technologies, even though there there's good things about it, like you and I can talk right now and share this information. That's amazing. Right. Um, but I also worry about my kids and like how they're going to date in the future and like the metaverse and all this, right. all these new ideas and ways that they want us to live, which are being pushed by the destiny creators. You know, it's like, right. Just leave and, us alone. And that's the thing is that they want everything to be um, technology based. Right. And they sell everything. it to people as as a means to, oh, look how much easier your life will be. You don't have to call so-and-so or you don't have to write them a letter or go and visit because, look, you can just do it all this way. I like talking to people face-to-face. I like sending, you know, cards or letters or whatever, that personal stuff. I don't like doing stuff through email or you know, text message or whatever. If I want to talk to you, I'm just going to talk to you. Yeah. And like, I, I hate every kind of technology that comes down the pike because I, it, it takes away that face-to-face interaction. You know, it takes away human touch. It takes away that, that six foot energy bubble you have around you. Right. And that's that's the whole social distancing thing. Yeah. It's because your energy radiates out six foot. Um, I would much rather be in the circle with you, giving you a hug 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just me. Exactly. Well, that's how I am too. And that's one reason why I was so angry during the lockdowns. Cause Mm -hmm. I, I mean, people back then, if you were awake to it, should Mm -hmm. have been furious. Right. And just, I mean, I was, I was, me and my husband were like so angry and just pissed off the whole time. Cause we're like, I cannot believe this is happening. Right. I cannot believe people are allowing this, participating in it. Like uh, we lived in Illinois and it was on, you know, J.B. Pritzker, the governor. I know. <laughs> horrible. Like Feels one very of the worst, boy. Yeah. Like one of the worst who happens, right. you know, his family is basically funding mm-hmm. the transgender research right. in the country. So, I mean, he's right. just a piece of shit. But yeah, it was hard like living in Illinois because you could not go anywhere right. without a mask for over a year. I mean, it was like, right. I didn't even go anywhere. It was just right. like get me out of here. And then you have states like Nebraska, Iowa, I think Georgia, like some states never even locked down or wore masks. And those people really just had a normal, way yeah. more normal than I had it in Illinois. I, I was going to say, uh, you you live in a, or lived in a very corrupt state. Um, yeah. Illinois has always, always been corrupt. And yep. ooh, there are politicians had a long line of corruption there. Mm-hmm. Like for us, I live in Tennessee. We live out in, in, you know, podunk nowhere. Uh, we, I never complied. We never like did any of that, you know, and then we'd go to like a big city and it would be like, well, you can't come in to have a meal unless you wear a mask in the door. And then once you sit down, you can take it off and we're like, the table's literally like two foot from us. Like, <laughs> I have to wear it for two feet and then I can take it off. So dumb. We didn't go. Yeah. I, I just, it's like, I just finished a book. Um, it's called COVID. Yes, that really happened. And it's, um, I'm waiting for it to get approved on Amazon. It's, it should be approved today if it goes through. They blocked my first attempt. Of course they did. Yeah. And so I had to change the title of my book and I had to remove my bibliography and it's a research book. It's literally a book just about the whole pandemic. It literally wrote itself. I had been documenting everything that had happened right. from the day Trump declared our country in a state of emergency. So it's really, I wrote it for my kids. I wrote it for future generations. It's literally like, if you want a, the testimony of what happened every day for three years until Joe Biden said the pandemic was over, um, that's what the book is. And it's got all the crazy, like triple mask. There's mm-hmm. pictures of dogs in masks. I mean, it's right. just like crazy town, right? So that's what the book is. In the future, people are not going to believe us unless there's proof. So, it was so <laughs> crazy. And I tried including the wackiest headlines, the craziest story. Like people, those people that hosted those parties in California that got arrested and their power shut off. I mean, from just everything like right. everything that happened it's in the book and it's just like my my friend was looking through it and she's like cuz i sent her a chapter to proofread and she's like i cannot this is insane she's like i mm-hmm. forgot that all this stuff happened and you do forget right you forget and then that's how the you know the past repeats itself cuz you forget history and i think too um like you should do a follow up 
for like all the nonsensical stuff that they come out with now uh, to cover up the side effects, you know, and it's yeah. like uh, if you take a shower and the water's too hot, you know, you could drop dead of a heart attack and, you know, uh, the just dumb, 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 dumb stories like literally every day. And I think it gets to the point where there's so much and they're flooding with so much that people are like, oh, like I can't even with this. I know. And they, like you kind of like shut all that off because it's so stupid. <laughs> I know. And it's crazy because I remember when the lockdown, like when we got word of there was a coronavirus and, you know, in China, um, I remember my husband, we, we saw this video of this little boy going into his school and he had a mask on. He, they were spraying him with disinfectant and right. we, we were like, that'll never happen here. Uh -huh. never like we were just like laughing there's no way like yeah of course in china that's gonna happen in china and then six like months later yeah here we are and we were just like shocked i mean it was like crazy and you know with china um i really wanted to talk about china real quick because mm -hmm. there's so much i think that people don't understand about china and how they like their role in the world stage and how they're connected to the Jesuits and the Freemasons and mm -hmm. the Jesuits and the Freemason uh, missions to China began in the 16th century. And the Jesuits were responsible for translating the work of Confucius to English and spreading it, you know, cause there's a lot of liberal right. ideology in that. So of course they got their hands on that. Um, and something to keep in mind is that China did not become a communist nation um, until 1919, when Jesuit liberalism became a huge influence mm -hmm. for Chinese intellectuals. Now, this was around the time of the First World War, and right. the Bolshevik Revolution mm -hmm. was a huge inspiration for China to just go full-blown communism. And that right. is when the Chinese Communist Party was officially founded. It was 1929. This is only a hundred years ago. So Mao Zedong, I just read a book on Mao Zedong. And when he was the leader of China, um, these Jesuit families, literally they, that's what they called them, Jesuit families in the book of European nobility, they offered a partnership with Zedong. And through this partnership, they formed the Chinese Communist Party and he accepted it totally. And mm -hmm. at the hands of these puppet leaders, China has become the pilot, the test pilot for Big Brother surveillance, the social credit system and reproductive tyranny. Now, this was right. by design. And, you know, much of China, this China connection to the U.S. was established I'm sure you know this, by Henry Kissinger and the Rockefeller mm -hmm. family in the 1970s right. th through the Belt and Road Initiative, which goes mm -hmm. back to the Persian Empire. Again, right. the Persians, <laughs> it's all connected. And then in 2013, uh, President Xi Jinping developed and collected investments that would create a new Silk Road Initiative. So he like revamped it. And this mm -hmm. is where Jared Kushner comes in with Israel and connecting the Silk Road to Palestine and Israel and his whole business 
dealings right. he had under the guise of bringing world peace in the Middle East, right? Right. It's all business related. It's all money for the Kushners. So, mm-hmm. you know, to think that China is our enemy, again, is wrong. China, like America, is just a different simulation. It's a different experiment. Um, All these leaders are working together towards the same goals. And China and the Persian Empire have been a common... um, They're like two groups of people that share the same sentiments when it comes to building a... like. like they just want to control the West and they're all controlled by the same families. They all have the same interests. They all have the same money. And that's really, I think important to understand with China. It's like, you Mm -hmm. know, the media for one will sit there and tell you China's our enemy. China. It's like, no, first of all, don't listen to the mainstream media. Second, read a book and figure it out that this is not actually what's happening. And you know, with the Knights of Malta, this was my last topic I wanted to bring up because it's mm-hmm. so important, which ties in the Jesuits and Pope Francis. Um, Pope the Satan. Ni- yeah, Pope Satan. The Knights of Malta have been around for 900 years, if not longer. Um, they are a military branch of the Jesuits. Now, mm-hmm. the Knights of Malta is a world organization involved in global business banking, politics, the CIA, Freemasonry, religion, education, law, military, think tanks, foundations, medical, medical, the United Nations, (laughs) and more. I mean, just you could keep going. And up until recently in 2022, the Knights of Malta had their own constitution and they were sworn to work towards the establishment of the new world order. That's literally what the constitution said. Now this year, Pope Satan shockingly dissolved the leadership of the Knights of Malta and Pope Francis installed a new constitution, which is really a big deal. Now the new constitution has not been um, published. So we don't know what the new constitution says, but this was also underreported. And I think it's huge news that he did this. Now, Pope Francis also transferred all of the Knights of Malta, Malta's uh, finances and money into the Vatican bank. Of course he did. Right. Of course he did. Oh my God. Yes. Mm. So he took control of the Knights of Malta. Now, He was quoted saying that he wants fresh blood for the Knights of Malta, and he wants to reorganize the organization to be more liberal, okay? So spoken Mm -hmm. like a true Jesuit. Now, we know that Pope Francis has completely turned the Catholic Church on its head by recognizing and accepting transgenderism, which is a total- And abortion. And abortion. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, which is a total abomination. And, you know, what's interesting is that in the movie, The Godfather 3, the opening scene shows Michael Corleone, played by Al Pacino. He is being inducted into the Knights of Malta. Now, mm-hmm. Godfather 3 tells the true story, true story of the Vatican banking scandal, mm-hmm. which involved the New York Commission, the mafia, right. the five families of New York. 
right. which Rudy Giuliani busted in 1985. Okay, well, here's a twist. Rudy Giuliani is a Knight of Malta. Mm-hmm. Okay, like other men who are Knights of Malta, you've got Prescott Bush, George H.W. Bush, mm-hmm. George W. Bush, Jeb Bush, um, U.S. Supreme Court Samuel Alito, Michael mm-hmm. Bloomberg, Bill Clinton, Alan Dulles, ex-head of the CIA, right. um, Henry Kissinger, Frank Sinatra, Ted Turner, and numerous members of the Rockefeller family. These are the Knights of Malta, okay? Um, they are straight-up criminals. Mm-hmm. Now, there is a place in New Jersey uh, which is called Pope John Paul II Center for Prayer and Study for Peace. Okay, now this center is a mansion that was donated by a man named Elmer Bobst in 1978. Now, the directors of this organization have all been members of the Trilateral Commission. Um, They've worked for the United Nations. They are ex-Nazi war criminals Mm. and Knights of Malta. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this center, this is what's insane. Um, I just read this. This center was set up as part of the Pope's new peace plan Mm -hmm. to do two things. These are the, these are the two things. Okay. Number one, to educate Catholics and their children to accept the new world order. That's what it says. Mm -hmm. And number two, to provide a residence to a supercomputer that is hooked up to the Vatican via satellite. There are over 136 nations worldwide that have agreed to give up sovereignty of their nations mm-hmm. to the Pope and to submit future problems to this supercomputer. Right. So in other words, it sounds to me like the Antichrist or the new leader of this new world order Mm-hmm. is literally going to be a computer artificial intelligence. Right. Um, it might not even be a person. And, you know, how do you get more away from God? You know, s- science, technology, um, turning your problems to a computer. I mean, exactly. It's insanity. So, well, and that's, that's the you- whole, that's the whole point. Right. And that's the direction that, that they have been, uh, shoving us and for decades now is you know destruction of the the family so you can't yeah. have male and female uh you know husband wife situations anymore so destroy that destroy the children because we're going to make them all transgender or you know gay bisexual whatever classification label right, right. you want to put on something um, and and taking God out of every single, you know, step along the way, take away prayers, shut down churches, right, uh, during COVID, uh, you know, and then change religion in such a way uh, to match, you know, the the upside down world, right? Yeah. Um. So you have the the Pope, who's supposedly the most powerful entity you know, of the Catholic church telling you that it's okay to abort your children. It's okay for, you know, uh, transgenderism and, and all of the other things, you know, and, and take away 
God out of everything. Yeah. It's crazy. And just, you know, without telling people worship Satan, that's exactly what they're telling you is worship, yeah. worship Satan. Exactly. And um, I'm sure you remember, I think it was in 2015 when Pope Francis, he said famously that um, God is the father and the mother. He was the first Pope to say, basically, God is transgender. He's both. He's, he's not, it's total blasphemy, according to the Holy Scripture and the Bible. Um, right. the, the Bible clearly states that being transgender is the most heinous crime right. that was practiced by the people living in Canaan. And that's why they were destroyed. It was right. transgenderism. Um, right. This is littered through the Bible. Now, Pope Francis has caused, I believe, um, Catholics to become more passive and right. accepting because they look at him, you know, like they look up to him as, you know, the voice of reason. Right. Um, and, and this is what they want. And that's why they put him, he was the perfect Pope for the perfect mm -hmm. time. Right. And he's exactly. the first Jesuit, which makes total sense. And I remember telling my mom this, like, you know, at first she was really like, liked him and, didn't understand the Jesuit thing. And now she, thank God, you know, understands, but I think that's important for Catholics to also realize like who right. the Jesuits are. Absolutely. They are not Catholics <laughs> at all. They right. are anything but that. Right. Um, and Catholicism, you know, you can, you can knock it. But at the same time, I also wanted to say that Joseph Goebel, who was the right. Nazi propagandist, mm -hmm. um, people might not realize this, but he was the one responsible for starting the pedophiles in the Catholic church rumors. And I'm not saying that they didn't happen. There are instances where there's a lot yeah, of rampant there's pedophilia. A lot. <laughs> but there's, there's a lot, a lot in every church. It's every Just church. Saying. Like look at the Mormons. Right. I mean, there it's everything like there's yeah. is sexual slavery, there's human yeah. trafficking, there's pedophilia rampant everywhere. But I think mm -hmm. they have targeted the Catholic Church because it's a huge religion. Right. And it was pushed by these Nazis, this this propaganda. And Joseph Goebel was Jesuit educated. He's a Jesuit. OK, right. El Castro was a Jesuit um, and Castro actually descends from the Spanish house of Farnese who started the Jesuits. So mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, and then Trudeau, who I believe is probably Fidel Castro's biological son. Right. He descends from this Jesuit black nobility family and people don't even realize it. Well, and the interesting thing with him is, um, you know, based on, and it's just like our politicians here, right. Based on their income, Per year, you know, they should not be multimillionaires or billionaires, just like Dr. Fauci's wealth went up, you know, $20 million in one year. Um, Trudeau went up like $565 million. God, I haven't even checked his net worth. That is insane. And I'm just That's like, so crazy. you know, when we were talking about, 
you know, like different, uh, like China, you know, and their social credit scores and whatever. Yeah. Every one of the nations in the world is at a different step in this exact same process because, you know, China has their monetary system. China has their monitoring of citizens. We are moving to the exact same thing. We're just not on the top step yet. Yeah. But we're I, all going there. And just like the Pope, you know, and and taking the money um, from the Malta, which is funny. Yeah. Um, because the, the Catholic Church and the Pope uh, have been very scandalous about their um, money practices and the mm -hmm. properties that they own. Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah. stuff like that. But he's also involved in building the new world church. Oh yeah. In oh, Dubai. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. And they just had that crazy um, where they named the new 10 commandments or on Mount Sinai where Moses got his 10 commandments. Um, I just wrote about that in my book, but they're really creepy. Like the new 10 mm -hmm. commandments. And there was so much pushback and criticism that they actually renamed it to like the 10 climate rules or something they of course climate right so stupid but um but yeah this this whole like gender confusion gender mm -hmm. inversion corrupting human biology you know this attempt right. to destroy the sacred male and the sacred female dynamic right. which pulls you know humanity away from nature and god you know enter right. transhumanism you know it's no right. coincidence that these people who are transgender activists who support transhumanism, they're also staunch futurists like Elon Musk, who's right. literally he's raising genderless children. I don't know if people know that his right. He's got like nine kids, like five of them are genderless. Right. Um, he wants. To oh, and <laughs> and his very first child died. <gasps> really? Just saying. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Was it a boy by chance? I don't remember. I'd have to look that oh up. I don't God. want to misspeak. But wow. yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I already had my reservations about him, but now it's just solidified. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, there's no, I mean, it's irrefutable. Like all these people, all of them. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And like, there's people that are saying, you know, he's like, the savior, like nobody right. is the savior. It's like Kanye West. Like, it's just the same. He's like a Kanye West to me. It's, it's ridiculous. Right. And to me, there's only one savior and that is God. Yeah. And this whole business with, uh, being in the metaverse or, right. you know, uh, doing virtual reality stuff, which you can podcast in the virtual reality community now. No, thank you. Absolutely no, thank you. Yeah. Uh, because I don't want AI in my brain in any way, shape, or form. I don't want it coming through my eyes. I don't want any of that stuff because if I have problems or thoughts, they belong to God and God alone, not some computer system. Not going to oh, happen. No. No. Um, no. No. I'd throw all my devices out the window first. Yep. 
absolutely. I came very close to getting rid of my smartphone um, mm -hmm. after I got all the death threats. I, I, I just reached, I, I hit a wall where I was just like, what is this doing? Like, mm -hmm. what is the point of all this? And, you know, right. you get over it and then, you know, now I need it for work. And it's just, you get sucked in somehow. Right. Like I need my phone. I need my email. I need this. And it's just part of living in this matrix that they have created for us. Right. And you, you somehow have to be able to navigate and live within it. And, you know, my husband and I, uh, during COVID, well, the, the week before Trump announced we were in a state of emergency, we had just signed on this new house. We just bought a new house. Okay. Mm -hmm. This was going to be the house where we'd raise our kids. Right. And we were going to stay there for 20 years and blah, like we love this house <laughs> and it was like going to be our life. Well, what happened was COVID happened. Right. We bought all this new furniture. We didn't get any of our furniture because furniture stores were non-essential. So we were living right. in this empty, cold house in lockdown. It was horrible. I couldn't do anything or go anywhere. And right. so we decided to sell our house and we bought a camper mm -hmm. and people thought I was a shill. <laughs> Because of that, they were like, oh, she's like, she just came on the scene and started a YouTube and now she bought a camper and now she disappeared. Like she's a total shill. She, like, I don't know. It's just people's, the way people think, No, nobody knows anybody's life, you know? And it's right. just like, we decided to do that just to get away and get away from the technology and get away from, get back to nature, get back to right. God and get and back give your, to give your kids the experience that they hadn't been able to have yet. Yeah. And just live like right. I, I'm sick of being locked down. Like I want to live. I, uh, life is moving fast and it's too short. And I, yeah. I, and it's, so it's depressing. one of those things where, um, if people want to say it makes you a shill for wanting to spend quality time with your family while traveling and seeing nature and different, you know, different scenes and, and stuff like that, then so be it because God love you. There's no help yeah. for you. Yeah. Exactly. And at the time, it was just, like I said before, was just, just not mentally equipped to handle any of it. So now it's like, bring it. I'm back. And <laughs> I am ready to talk. Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I'm not going to be silenced again. And I'm not going away again. So Yeah, no. And, you know, you, know, you are such a... Um, amazing researcher and and fantastic writer and stuff and you have a gift that needs to be shared with the world some people are gonna you know listen to what you have to say and there's always going to be haters but you know what do not let that deter you because you have a god-given gift uh, you were made special the way that you are. And I just hope that you continue to follow that path well, thank because you. you are, you are amazing. Thank you so much. I, I'm not good with compliments. I just try to do a good You're job doing God's work. I want to share things that I believe are very important when For it comes to, to the world that we right. live in. Right. And 
for whatever reason why I decided I feel the need to do this, I I love doing it and I mm-hmm. will continue to do it. And same Good. to you. And I I appreciate you so much having me on and That's allowing lovely. me to speak. And I know like like you said, you know, there's things that I said that I know I'm gonna get backlash for and or could get. And if not, you know, that's fine too. I, I don't care anymore. Um, bring it, you know? Um, yeah. Not from my show because uh, my listeners are nice people. Well, that's good. <laughs> that is now somebody may reach, reach out with questions, but they're not just be questions. Yes. No, that's, so, I appreciate it so much. Where can people find you? Um, so I have a private Instagram. If, if you want to follow me on Instagram, um, I share a lot of research in my stories. That's, that's pretty much where I share, um, like random stuff fast. Um, I have research videos on Brideon and rumble under the channel. It's called Amy's research. Um, I just got back on Twitter. I'm not super active, on Twitter, um, under Amy's research. Um, I think that's about it. Uh, is there an apostrophe on that? No, just Amy's research. And you said Brideon and where else? Rumble. Rumble. Yes. So I just, yeah, it's research video. All my research videos that I've created, um, since 2020, everything's there. Um, and then I have two books, um, that are on Amazon. Well, one is on Amazon. It's called Synergy. The Complete Guide to the Elite Groups that Ruled the World in the 21st Century. I highly suggest that. Thank you. It's mm-hmm. um, I That's like mm-hmm. my baby. I, I love that book so much. Um, a lot of work and research went into that. Mm-hmm. And my COVID book, which should be available soon, um, that'll also be on Amazon. Fantastic. My dear, it was an absolute honor and blessing to have you on today and like i said it's been ooh, a long time in the making i know i, I have I been know. after this woman for a while now <laughs> i appreciate it so much and i'm, I'm so like a happy. stalker but a nice stalker <laughs> i'm just glad that my my first podcast back was with you because i've been wanting to talk to you and meet you and you were awesome and Thank you so much. Uh, it was it was my pleasure, my dear, to have you. And I am so just grateful beyond words and thankful that we were able to uh, arrange this time. So Same. thank you very much for your time. Thank you for your research. And thank you for being such an amazing human being. Same so. to you. Same to you. Thank you. Thank you. So for me and for Amy, we'll 